0: Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by Argus Media. We're a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. In this episode of Metal Movers, we're going to talk about the latest in China's steel markets. I'm Chris Newman. I'm a senior editor of Ferris Markets here in Singapore. And uh, Sharon Liao, our lead analyst for Asia Steel, um, is, is joining me. She's based in Shanghai. Sharon, it's always nice to speak with you. Let's start off with uh, there was uh, some uh, data out this week on um, China's uh, output and downstream demand that was interesting. Uh, tell tell us what's the latest there.
1: Okay, uh, from the NBS data uh, released this week, China's October crude steel output fell to the lowest level at 72 million tons since December 2017, down by 3% over September and by. 23% on year. Uh, we know that China produced 1 billion ton crude steel in 2020, which means China needs to limit crude steel to uh, 188 million ton for the remaining two months of this year to achieve its full-year target of zero growth for 2021. Yeah,
0: that's a general uh, idea. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite the, the the change from earlier on in the year when we were reaching, uh, I think, an all time record in May. Didn't uh, a lot of us were surprised by the uh, the amount of cuts. So it looks like China's on pace to uh, to zero out their their output growth uh, compared with
1: 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I think the market all believes that China will achieve the, its yeah, target of this year,
0: yeah. What are we seeing on the downstream uh, demand side? The real estate, uh, the property has been weaker. Uh, what did we learn this week?
1: Uh, yeah, it seems very weak for the real estate. Uh, we can also see from the MBS data that uh, China's January to October real estate sector investment rose by 7% on a year and by 14% from the same period in 2019. But the investment in the single month of October fell by 5% on year. Uh, It's a second consecutive decrease and only decline since the pandemic began. Uh, The January to October new project starts by error fell by 8% from a year earlier, with October down by 33% on year. January to October real estate sales by error rose by 7% from a year earlier. While the October single uh, month sales by error fell by 22% on year, January to October sales rose by 7% from the same period in 2019. Uh, We can see that the data is not so good for uh, October single month.
0: Yeah, Mm. so no, no bottom yet uh, in the, the weakening demand. Uh, let's turn uh, attention to uh, the, the, the winter restrictions that we're entering into. Uh, we've had the autumn restrictions, um, second phase of restrictions in the North China localities uh, affected by these uh, winter plans uh, begin December third. Give us an update on the on the winter plans for you know reducing the pollution of uh, mills.
1: Yes, uh, actually early this week, Hebei provincial government pr- uh, published. Local Production Restriction Plan uh, for the heating season. It requested its steel mills to complete 2021 steel production cuts by December 31st and cut at least 30% output over January 1st to March 15th from this year to reduce air pollution. Uh, The plan actually was within expectation as Tangshan has already been in strict output controls. Uh, we know that steel output cut this year has been uh, different from last year uh, in the sense that we have seen cuts being implemented throughout the year at Tangshan. Uh, the autumn winter cuts have also been expanded beyond Beijing, Tianjin, and the surrounding 26 cities. Well, in previous years, uh, we know that this was the main area the uh, uh, steel output cuts were rolled out. This year, additional errors include Los Hebei and Shanxi, east and south Shandong, and some parts in south Henan. And also, the pollution controls around the Beijing Winter Olympics in February will add to already strict winter pollution controls.
0: Okay, so with oh, would you would you expect uh, accelerated cuts or pretty much the same level that we have now? Because. I, I believe the plan is, uh, it's on average uh, overall 30% cut reduction by mills, you know, the TRA type mills don't have to cut, but the other ones do. Uh, But we've already seen provinces play catch up here at the end of the year. So like uh, Shandong was down 30% uh, in September. Mm -hmm. So do you think, uh, do you think it's, uh, should we see an acceleration of cuts or about the same that we're seeing now?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think uh, uh, from the data now, we see that uh, China can um, complete its uh, target of zero growth uh, for this year's uh, crude steel output compared with last year. So uh, uh, it's already there, and we can see that uh, uh, in the same time, the domestic steel demand is also uh, quite weak. So it can be balanced for each of other, yeah. And uh, in the following two months, we also hear many uh, maintenance from steel mills, especially in North China, uh, where uh, the winter uh, uh, started earlier this year. Uh, So yes, we we, cold winter. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the Beijing Winter Olympics coming up in February, so
1: yeah, yeah
0: blue sky policy will definitely, uh, no incentive to start back early.
1: Mm, yeah, so so production controls could uh, sustain, yeah, <laughs> to, to make it ta- a target of neutral carbon yeah, emission. All
0: right. So, well, let's turn our attention to the seaborne market. Um, that's where um, we might see, uh, we might see China shift a sales focus to um, to release some of this um, excess supply that it's seeing. Um, what, are you, what are you seeing in the seaborne spot markets?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can see that the China steel exports for uh, common carbon steel products is quite weak uh, during the previous two months. And also the MBS data shows that uh, the customs data shows that Chinese October uh, steel export decreased by 9% over September to 4.5 million tons, but rose by 11% on a year. And January to October exports rose by 30% to 58 million tons on a year. Yeah. And yeah, from the uh, context, uh, we contacted daily that, Many mills have uh, do not have enough uh, export allocation during the previous months, uh, as uh, they they were required to not to uh, export uh, steel uh, higher than last year. So the export allocation is quite limited, and also uh, previous months, uh, we know that Chinese steel uh, prices quite high compared with global markets. Yes, yeah, so that's also another reason when, uh, why the export decreased. Uh, but recently, uh, with the uh, Chinese domestic prices uh, dropping uh, sharply, and we heard from several large ch- Chinese meals that uh, they are allowed to receive export orders for December and January shipments to ease the oversupply in domestic market amid weak domestic demand. But all those orders should be counted as exports allocation for uh, 2022, and the whole year export should not exceed this year's level. So, that was deemed to be uh, one of the reasons why more meals remerge uh, in recent seafood markets. Uh, and the possibility for Chinese steel export tax should be slim temporarily, uh, at least before February 2022.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, still some risk of. More taxes later. There's not the policy still remains. Uh, they're not. Uh, China's not uh, pr- promoting uh, exports, but allowing at least. Um. Mm-hmm. What's uh, just? Uh, I think we have time for one more question. Um, what What's the general mood of the market? What's uh, What are expectations running at for um, for uh, you know into winter, ahead of and into you know when when construction demand returns in, in March.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, right now the uh, general. Uh, still sentiment is. Uh, still very bearish towards. Uh, the following two months, or even towards. Uh, the first quarter of next year. Uh, as the real estate sector is the largest driver of China's steel demand, uh, at about 40% of the consumption. But the weakness in the sector has threatened demand and Beijing has signaled support after real estate investment field to, uh, for the first time since early 2020. and Real estate developer like Evergrande uh, began to miss debt payments. But the keynote for the uh, government should still to stabilize the real estate market and its selling prices. Uh, maybe there will be some minor flexible policies to improve uh, mortgage uh, mortgage. Uh, but most market participants uh, do not he- expect any further stimulus policies at least in the first quarter of next year or any more new projects for the uh, infrastructure and for the as for the special bonds uh, uh, there's some yeah tops in the market that there may be uh, some new uh, special bonds to be released uh, before end of this month, so that may uh, temporarily sp- support some of the market uh, sentiment, but uh, everyone don't know what will happen. Yeah, for the uh, policy or the international economy uh, situation, so uh, they they're still quite cautious. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, thanks for that context uh, and you know possibility of uh, some of the bonds coming in. I hadn't heard. That's so that we watching that closely um uh and that that does it for us uh, you know if you watch, if you enjoyed this podcast please tune in to other episodes to learn more about the metals markets uh for more information on china steel uh, please visit argusmedia.com thanks a lot